By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And we're from the We Have Issues podcast. And every week, Anthony and I get together to just basically discuss the issues that we're having and then progress on our comic book. We're doing our best. You can check us out on YouTube or anywhere else. But right now, you're here to listen to one of my favorite people doing one of my favorite podcasts, uh, 2010 Minutes. With a pod yet. It's your host, Tim McCarthy of the podcast, 2010 Minutes. What is happening? Episode 36? Holy shit. Did I think I was going to make it this far? Nope. But I did. Um, how's everyone doing? Thank you to Anthony and Steve from the We Have Issues podcast for doing that introduction. Really two good cats, good looking cats with a good product. Uh, two best friends. They're just, uh, having some fun talking about their issues while they're in the, the comic book industry, which always just reminds me of, um, of, um, whatchamacallit, the, um, what is it? Uh, fuck. Banky and, uh, what the fuck is the, is the movie? It's going to come back to me. Kevin Smith movie. Um, totally fucking forget. Anyway, hopefully everyone is doing good. Lovely to have you guys back. I'm doing my live IG, but it keeps cutting in and out because I don't think I have Wi-Fi properly. So if you're rocking with me on that, I apologize. Don't know why that's keeping up, but you can also check that out on my Buy Me A Coffee. If you sign up for a subscription for that, you can watch me go IG live, even though I don't know how to fucking keep it up. Yeah. So, oh, Chasing Amy. That's the movie. Your mother's a tracer. Uh, that's a great movie. Maybe they get that reference all the time. So, uh, Anthony, Steve, love you guys. Thank you so much for rocking with me right now. You guys are the absolute bee's knees. And, um, yeah, keep it up. So just checking in with everybody back. Uh, this is like me about to go to work today. And I waited to like the last second to record all this shit. And, uh, it was one of those weeks I just didn't want to do it again. And, uh, but here I am doing it again because just got to keep on rocking episode 36. Um, yeah, I just been having a fucking terrible time, terrible go at it. As you can say, wearing thin is what the, uh, the therapist would say as my therapist actually said to me. Um, yeah. So yeah, this past Friday, I had like a super, super bad manic episode. It was, uh, it was not good. Not good at all. It was, uh, I don't even know like what stemmed from it. I think it was just lack of sleep. And that's where it really kind of starts from actually, to be honest with you. I don't know why I said like, I don't know where it stems from. It's like, you didn't sleep. I was like, well, it stems from that. So yeah. Um, and it's just like so fucking weird because like you just dig this hole for yourself. It's like digging a hole. You think you're going to build like a pool in and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? And then you place yourself back in the hole and you pile more on dirt on you. And then like, then you pick up some other dirt that you haven't looked at in years and you put that on you. And you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about this dirt. Let me put this on there. Then you find trash that has nothing to do with the dirt and you put the trash on yourself and you just feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, that's what I was doing this weekend. What about you? And people are like, oh, how was your weekend? I was like, it was great. What did you do? I was digging a hole to build a pool. Really? I think so. I don't know. I tried. Um, yeah. So that was fun. But the good thing was, is I got to talk to my therapist, I think a little bit, a little bit after that, which was, uh, which was good. No, she talked to me before that. That's why I had a manic episode because she brought a lot of things to light. So I met with her, I think the day after recorded last week and caught her up to speed. And she was like, holy shit. 
uh, you are, don't know how you're doing this right now. And I was like, really? Because I don't either. Thanks for uh, helping me out. But it was good to get another perspective of like how how it looks like from the outside because when you're when you're in your own movie you're not you're not grading it or giving it a rotten rotten tomatoes rating which mine is at a it's at a bad rating right now gotta get that thing back up to 99 at least well that's the game plan and um yeah just fucking exhausting and it's like you don't want to do it you know you're crazy it's like mania maniac mania maniac the c stands for crazy and that's how I feel like sometimes and I absolutely hate it. It's frustrating. I just fucking scream just to try to let it out. It doesn't go out. It just stays with you. And you're like, no, this will pass. This too shall pass. Even then, don't care. Don't care because you're living in the moment. Even though with someone like me, I can't live in the moment. I got to think about things that happened 20 years from now, 10 seconds before. But like at that moment, that's all I care about. I take it all and just fucking harness every negative energy and build this monster. Monster mania. Monster Jam Mania. Tickets are only 10 bucks. Those are always the funny commercials, the monster truck commercials. It's like, see, it's only 10 bucks, but all, all you need is the edge. Like, who thought of that? That's a fucking great little commercial. Grave Digger. Grave Digger is going to be the longest standing professional athlete going, right? Is monster trucking professional athletes? Everyone knows Grave Digger, but what about the other guys? They haven't gotten their shine. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters. Who do they play? The Admirals or the Generals? Everyone always likes the man. Like, I want to find out what the other cars are in the monster truck rallies. Who's your favorite monster truck rally? Because right now, mine's Gravedigger, but I'm not really I'm not really committed to it. I want to find another guy. Like the, uh, like the coin taker or something. The guy that takes your coins at the tolls, but then the tolls are taken away, so it's all electronical. So, yeah, he's not going to be at the game anymore. Um... But yeah, I just feel disorganized, overwhelmed. Therapy was good. Like <clears throat> today, for example, I got home from work and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a quick nap. Just a quick nap. And I'll be fine. Woke up. Oh my God, what did I miss? Uh, I missed my medication appointment, which I talked to my, my uh, other therapist to get myself medicated, to get my drugs on, to keep me not crazy. But even when I have my medication, so I'm supposed to take Lamictal, 200 milligrams, uh, one during the day, one during the night. <clears throat> then I take my Adderall as well. But the hours fluctuate because I work overnight shift. So I will do things like put an alarm in my phone to remind me. But I'm in such a don't give a fuck phase where I like I look at my phone and I just hit okay. And then I just sit there staying on my phone or just fucking doing whatever. So even when I'm trying to be organized in my life with notifications and all this other things to help me, I just don't care. So it's like, how do you beat that? Because I don't know. So, like, obviously, if I'm not taking my meds at the appropriate time or taking them at all during a day, like, that's they're not going to work. you got to take your medication, Tim. And I don't know why. I, that's the one thing I don't know. Like, and it's and it's funny, too, because, like, when people, like, ask what's wrong, and I feel like I just say okay because I just can't explain all of it at once. It's like um, someone was asking about anxiety. Well, I was in, like, one of those Twitter spaces. Those things are actually kind of fun. I know I, I kind of put, there's a lot of things I push on this show. It's Twitter, jujitsu, and there's probably in my buy me a coffee page. All right. Like I understand, like this is, this is what you get in my 20 minute episodes, but the Twitter spaces are cool. Like you get to talk to other people. Um, and there was one we were talking about, like, um, I think just mental health or whatever. And, and the guy was asking about my show and he's like, oh, do you talk about anxiety? And I was like, do I? <laughs> Hell yeah, I do. 
And I was like thinking to myself, <clears throat> sorry, still sick. Still got some of that lung butter in there. And I think to myself too, it's like, not everyone has listened to every one of my shows that listen. So it's like, if I talk about it on one episode, I, I usually think in my head, maybe I shouldn't talk about it on the next episode, but why? Why wouldn't I? Because I don't want to be repetitive, but also I want to make sure everyone knows how I work. But yeah, anxiety is wicked funny. It's like trying to explain anxiety when you're, like, you're in a bad mood or something. It's like, why are you so anxious? It's like, I can't even comprehend all the words in my mouth and head to put into a sentence that you can understand. So I'm just going to let you, let you know by, eh, how are you feeling today? Meh. There's meh with an M, eh with an E, and eh with the, I don't even know what letter that was. But there's those different levels of like how you feel and i'm trying to be more open with people and just letting them decide if they want to choose their own adventure in my conversation well i'll say like good great okay there's like it's funny because you can be like great good okay fine uh all right like there's all these different responses you can say to saying that how are you doing and each one you're like okay let's see i'm gonna tackle this one um fine i'm fine i'm like the high school girl on uh, social media it's like oh my god no i can't believe this happened today and someone's like oh what's wrong you're like nothing and why the fuck did you write something sarah sarah with an h god damn it sarah aim away screen names a no aim away messengers i was always writing gone fishing hey gone fishing see you later have a good one um you know what's funny about anxiety i thought about this the other day um is in the 70s, you know, like how you made plans. You'd be like, hey, man, be there at 7 p.m. Put up or shut up. I don't know if they said that back then, but you'd be like, all right, I'll see you at 7. I'll be at my house. So this day and age, I make plans. I regret them instantly sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to make it. Like before, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to make it. Got to feed my cat to the dog. And my dog's uh, lactose intolerant. And my cat's got milk all over himself, so I can't make it. Like you just make up these elaborate excuses. Now I'm just like, hey, I don't want to be a wet blanket. I'm not coming. Sorry. But back then, you had to fucking commit. That just goes to show you how, like, uh, I feel like mental health is like a generational thing. I think people had mental health issues back in the day. But with with more that we have going on compared to years past, I think it's scarier. Hence, I think a lot of more people have mental health issues. But it's great that more people are opening up about it. Because back then in the 70s, like, people had mental health issues. Probably one, they didn't know they had it. And two, they didn't want to open up about it. But it's just funny to me, like, this is like this big party on Friday and you're like, yeah, I'll definitely go. Then you just have like a mood swing. You're like, I don't really want to fucking go. But so like, but you can't like ghost anybody in the 70s. So like, you gotta like, ma, ma, shut the lights off. No one say anything. Darren is on his way. If he knocks on the door, no one fucking move. I can't go out tonight. And then Darren sees you walking by the window and he's like, what the fuck? Thought we were hanging out. You're like, dude, I'm so sorry. My fucking cat. I had to feed him to my dog and he had milk all over him. You know, he's lactose intolerant. It doesn't make any fucking sense, but you know what I mean. All right. Just, uh, that's just wicked funny to me. Like when there was no cell phones, no texting, uh, man, sorry, I can't make it. You're in your fucking house, man. Just thanks for wasting my six bucks of gas to get over here, to pick you up, to go to the moon tower, man. It's another, that 70s, uh, that, that 70s show, Dazing Confused reference. All right, all right. Oh my God, I forgot about this. Speaking of Twitter, I got in a fucking battle with another guy, all right? Just because a guy does a mental health podcast doesn't mean he can't start some shit. And I fucking tried not to, okay? I went into this like, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to reply, nothing. So this guy who runs a podcast, 
I'm not going to say his name because fuck him. He had a very distasteful joke about George Floyd and everyone was not uh, happy about it. Everyone. It wasn't even funny. It wasn't even fucking like, why did you bring it up? Like he, like, I don't even know what his fucking goal was and uh, besides trying to rile people up. So, you know, I'm a psychopath and I do a fucking bio on this guy, his name, podcast, where he's from, blah, blah, blah. From the same state, by the way. So I see a lot of my friends commenting on it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to comment on theirs without tagging him. So like, I don't have to get into a debate with him because I'll fucking go all in on him. So I make a comment about what town and city he's from. And I was like, oh, he's pretty bold for talking shit when you can find his information so easily online. And yeah, that's not illegal. You Google someone's name and it gives you their information. That's not illegal. So he messages me or tweets back at me and says I'm bullying him. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, pal. I was like, you have it in your bio where you're from. And then he starts Googling me and sending me articles like the article I have hung up in my fucking cat closet about me and the Patriot Ledger. He's like, well, he's like, I see you're from Whitman. You want to meet up in Whitman? I go, okay. Like, I'm not looking to fight this guy. He's like 55. He's one of those guys that you'd see at like a fucking dive bar, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. And he's, he rocks like a fucking throwback Gronk jersey that doesn't have like the Patriot logos on it. You know what I'm saying? Like those types of guys. And, uh, like, yells at his kid at a softball game type of guy. And, uh, and like, everyone always has those threats, like, yeah, I'd like to talk to you face-to-face. And I'm like, all right, pal. So I just keep on just being passive Tim back to him and just being who I am because that's who I am. And, like, he's, like, be- it's funny because he's saying I'm bullying him. And I'm like, how can I? He's like, you're harassing me and my family. I'm like, didn't say anything about your family, pal, but all right. And, uh, and then he was saying awful shit to everybody else, like, calling them fucking names and all this stuff. So... <laughs> Google his name, found his LinkedIn. I go, okay, well, that's where he works. So I tagged his company in his tweet. And then he direct messaged me, like pretty much begging me to delete him. I go, all right, man, we'll stop talking shit. Because at one point, I forgot to add this part, he was making fun of mental health. He was like, oh, sorry that you tried to commit suicide, but I bet you you would be too anxious to meet me in public or something like that. And I just laughed and everyone got mad. They're like, boo, hiss. I was like, yeah, this guy's a fucking idiot. That's why. Um... But it was just funny because like he thought I was, he's like, I'm going to call the Whitman police right now. And I, I, I got stuff going on. Like if he did call the police, I don't want to like deal with that right now. I got other things to worry about. So I deleted it after I made him delete his tweets, but it was just so funny. It's like, man, stop talking like shit and making these fucking terrible, like distasteful jokes. Um, and like, if you're going to do something, don't have your real name or your real job attached to your podcast. And then hide from what you wrote especially when i tag your job into it it's like don't be a don't be scared homie diaz brothers stockton motherfucker but yeah that's how i spent my weekend uh very manic and very uh clap backish i don't like people like that i don't they want to be bullies zach randolph where i come from bullies get bullied and i just don't care imagine if that guy came to whitman though oh i would have been like come on pal get the fuck guy uh, but yeah, dive bars, I, I brought this up. This has nothing to do with anything, but dive bars are wicked funny. If you don't know what a dive bar is, I'll explain it to you. Close your eyes for a second. Think about walking into a bar and then you open your eyes and this is what you see. Wood panel walls, a napkin dispenser that just never ends. You don't even have to refill it. It just never ends. A broken toilet stall, just the, like, the, like the ones you can just rattle and it'll fall off. A dot board where there's probably like two dots, no dots, or dots don't even like have a tip on it. Mini bags of chips behind the counter that you don't know what what year it's from. Possibly the 70s. 
or possibly not even name brand. Utz or Utz. I don't know how that's pronounced. U-T-Z. Is it Utz or Utz? I don't know. Um, one out cushion chairs where like you sit on it and you can just feel like the like the sharp razor blade cushion in the back of your leg. Permanently sticky floor. You like you like walking through gunk, you're like ah, ah. Um, out of service ATM or an ATM that charges you like twenty bucks for t- ten bucks. Bar flies. Actual bar flies, the flies that fly around the bar, and then bar flies, guys that drink there all day and you don't know when they get there or how they leave. Out of date local sports team calendar, that's a big one. Um, Kino sign. I don't know if you know Kino, but the one that you pick the numbers and win. 414, 24, 34, 45. Spot game, $1 game, five bets. Do that. Um, light up beer sign that probably has a couple bulbs missing. Um, Bud Light sign with local team's logo on it. And then like those old sponsored like baseball teams from like K to K9 to fucking, no, K to 10. Like, <coughs> like little kids. Like uh, we sponsor them, uh, Johnny Johnny Rockets Pub in uh, downtown Boston. We support you. If you had to be reincarnated in anything, what would it be? I would want to be reincarnated into a dog, not just a dog, but like a celebrity's dog. Like I would have so many more followers if I was a celebrity dog. Um, I would be treated perfectly. My owner would be on TV constantly, so I wouldn't think they weren't home. I wouldn't think they weren't not home. I would always be like, oh, they're home. I'd get treated so I'd be eating fucking like steaks. That's got to be the best reincarnation. Is there any bad celebrity dog owners? I feel like there's not that many. Like Paris Hilton used to just bring hers around in like a little purse all the time. That's kind of cool. I'd do that. But yeah, what about you? Let me know what you would want to be reincarnated to because I would be a celebrity's dog. I think I was, you know what it was? I think I saw, what made me think of that? I was like, I saw Dave Portnoy for Boston Sports. And it was like his new girlfriend. She's pretty or whatever, but I was like more important. I was more like interested in the dog. I'm like, man, that dog probably has the fucking life. That's <laughs> that's like sad. Oh my god. All right, I think that's everything for me. That was a quick 18 minutes. Uh, I did my Instagram live, but it didn't last, so I do apologize if you were watching this live. But um, yeah, so let me end with uh, these. My TV actually recommendation this week, not a movie, is Ted Lasso on Apple Plus TV. Pretty fucking funny show. It's with Jason Sudeikis and he owns, doesn't own, he uh, manages a soccer team or a football team. And he used to coach for an American football team. And what? They hire him? (laughs) What's going to happen? It sounds very silly, but it's actually pretty funny. And I like it. I'm like four episodes in and I LOL and generous the whole time through it. Then RIP to the Bismarck Key. They say he's just a friend. Um, I saw him in Detroit one time. I went there for a Patriots football game on Thanksgiving and we had to get to the stadium, but there was a parade going on. We were like, no, fuck this. We're going by. So we know when like parades go and they stop for a minute. So they could be like, bum, 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 bum. so we ran across and then I look over to my left. It's fucking Bismarck on a float. I'm like, what's up, Biz? And he gave me like a head nod. So that's my relationship with the Bismarck is a head nod. When I said, what up, Biz? And I'll never forget that day. He changed my life. That's like a butterfly effect. If I never saw Biz Maquis on a float, what what would my life be like? Would I already be a celebrity dog? I don't know. But the song by Biz Maquis, I'm not suggesting Just a Friend, which you can play. I've always said that Warren G's Regulate is the most overrated rap song of all time. Just a Friend isn't overrated. I just don't like listening to it anymore. I'm, 
you rinse you rinse the sponge on it with me. Just a friend can't listen to it anymore. So go listen to the song Pickin' Boogers. Yes, the song is called Pickin' Boogers. Go listen to it by the diabolical Biz Marquis. R.I.P. Big Biz. Also, August 6th, there's a show coming out. I never really do this because I'm not into TV shows. I actually just watched the second season of I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. I don't know. I wasn't. I got to watch it again. I have an N.A. score for that show right now. But Mr. Corman is coming out on August 6th on Apple TV+. It is uh, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And it's the days and nights of a fifth grade teacher, Josh Coleman, as he struggles with anxiety, loneliness, forfeited dreams of a music career, and the sinking suspicion that he sucks as a person. Huh? <laughs> I can relate because I wanted to be a big music star. Honestly, minus the music career part, I'm, I'm going to watch my life on TV already. Maybe he turns to podcasting to, uh, to hide all of his failings and then it spills out onto camera. And by like episode 25, he tells his whole life story and cries in front of a bunch of people. Maybe that will happen. I love you guys. Go text somebody and tell them you love them. Go check up on somebody you haven't heard from. And just give somebody a big old hug. Because um, uh, shit sucks right now. But it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to last long. But I love you guys. And you know what? Have a good one. That's it, right, Tim? Did we, did we Tim, do is that it? Tim. Tim, is that all of it? Tim, did we do it? Did we get it? Did we do it, Tim? Three more takes? Six more takes. Ten? Ten? No, no, 20. We need 20. We need 20 takes. Oh, we need 20 takes. That's what we have to do. 20 take minutes. 20 take minutes. Okay, so we have to take 20 minutes to do the 20 takes. Let's do this. 20 takes. It's a 20 minute take. Just one take for 20 minutes. Okay. All right, 20 takes. So, hello! So! Is that, that's not it? No, no, hang on. No, What's okay. that character's name so that I can have a character? Oh, too. man, you're character. right. Okay, what are we doing? Tim! <laughs> so we love Tim. <laughs> this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.